You're listening to My Solo Road by Divine Media. Hello, friends. Welcome back to My Solo Road. I'm Sydney, the host. (laughs) Every time I start the podcast, I always feel like everybody would already know who the host is because you're finding me through, like, social media, but... Oh, then I realized some people find me through the podcast, which is interesting. Also, I think one of my guests, Elizabeth, who's sitting across from me right now with her wife, Destiny, I think found me that way. Yes, I did. Which that was not a planned way of me starting it. But (laughs) as I was talking, I was like, wait a second. I think you you literally told me that. Yeah. Yeah, there's been maybe once or twice where somebody was like, your voice sounds very familiar. And then I'm like, that's maybe from Instagram or something like that. And they're like, wait a second, no, you have a podcast. And I'm like, that is bizarre. That's how I recognized you in San Diego. Yeah, I almost didn't want to follow your Instagram because I just loved your podcast so much. I was like, I don't want to know much yet. I just love this portion of you, and I don't want to get there yet. Like, you were like, follow my Instagram. I was like, not yet. Right. Do you now? Because we're friends. Yes. (laughs) Because that'd be super weird. No, I, mean, I follow you, you follow now. Ella. I, follow- I think coffee follows Ella. Oh, thank you. Okay, who's coffee? Coffee is our golden puppy. Is she your only puppy? Yes. No. I'm just kidding. Oh, we have Crunchy <laughs> Bailey. Oh, yeah. our Shih Tzu. You said puppy. Oh, sorry. I did say puppy. Yes. I did mean just like child, yes. dog, yes. Uh, no, baby. Coffee and Bailey. Coffee right. and Bailey. If you know, you know. Now they do. <laughs> <laughs> now we all know. Okay, where are we right now? This okay. beautiful cabin. In Kemp we were just roasting this cabin. It is okay. <laughs> you don't have to call it beautiful. It, it's cool. To, it's cool for an a Airbnb. beautiful A-frame for sure. coffin. <laughs> this is why people listen to the podcast and they're like, "I feel like I was just there hanging out with your friends." It's for the beautiful no. coffin. Are we dying? <laughs> yeah, she's like, "No, I love it here." Caviar. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. in Camp Connell, California, which is also like Arnold. Um, there's another word like. Dorrington. Have you heard seen that? Mm-hmm. There's a couple signs that say that. And when you're trying to get a package, they all pop up. So I'm not sure which one we're in. the address actually is in. But it's like, I think Arnold is the biggest town that we're near. In a cabin that's an Airbnb, Henry and I have this place for a couple of weeks, actually. But we are leaving for a wedding tomorrow. And Destiny and Elizabeth will be watching our dogs. So you will have five dogs. And the Airbnb definitely knows that we will have five dogs in this house. <laughs> They right? Will. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. We always disclose that. It'll be a fun house. <laughs> yes. It's yeah. the dog house. The dog, dog house. house. We always have the dog house. Yes. Also, we're drinking wine as always. I know I used to say back in the day, like, get a drink as well, but I don't know. Is that still a thing? It's yes. a thing. Okay. Definitely grab a glass of wine. We're drinking Cab. Cabernet. I have so. the red blend. Uh, oh. Destiny has the red blend. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I know. Honestly, I appreciate that. Blend. Well, cheers, cheers to the cheers. two of you. There we go. Oh, love that ASMR. <laughs> We are back, obviously. (laughs) Honestly, this is my favorite thing. I've not recorded an episode in person in a very long time. Like, even the other episodes for this season are primarily over, like, FaceTime or on the phone. And so this is so much fun to actually be sitting across from two. This is what we've been doing for days, by the way, in the cabin, is sitting at this table, playing games, drinking wine. (laughs) Where are you guys originally from? We are from California. You're from SoCal? SoCal. Where in SoCal? Rancho Cucamonga. That's a, you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a legitimate answer. Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga. We are pretty much... Is that... Okay, ranch space? No, no, no. Rancho, rancho space. Got it. Rancho space. Cucamonga. And what is that near in the ballpark of? Uh, Big Bear. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes from LA. 30 minutes from the beach. Destiny's making a face, and I know what she's thinking, because <laughs> literally yesterday you said we were an hour from the beach. Oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> 
know. She's trying to inch her way closer I know, on the I was podcast. Like, I'm sorry, I don't drive usually, I was so like, she's I'm just always I just the passenger. She's like, we were tomorrow. She's, I'm, we were like five minutes from the beach. <laughs> we were across the street from Joshua Tree. It was crazy. We were an hour <laughs> away from everything. <laughs> we were an hour from Joshua Tree. That's a good one. Everyone knows. We Joshua were an Tree. hour yeah. from Big Bear, Joshua Tree, the beach, and LA. I met an hour. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> Somewhere between thirty minutes like, to an hour. It depends. Yeah, Destiny was giving me a hard look, and I was like, I know exactly what she's thinking because you really <laughs> told me a different answer less than 24 hours ago. <laughs> okay, and how long have you been together? What's your story? These two are married. I know I said that in the intro, but I was going to say congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> They've been married for a hot second. But how long have you been mean, together? I think we're still newlyweds, I think. It's considered. Yeah? How yeah. Long are you I mean, I'm not sure. We're newlyweds. almost two years. We're not fully two years, so okay. a lot of people still say ha- like newlyweds are two years still. Okay, so how long have you been together in Seven general? years. Seven years. Mm-hmm. And how'd you meet? We used to work at Buffalo Wild Wings together being a server. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm? It was a great time. And for a long time, you guys worked together, lived together. For all the time. Did, okay. Yeah. Which I just, we that friends. is important because now they live in a van together and I feel yes. like other like most couples are not prepared for that big difference but you guys were like particularly prepared for being oh, in, like absolutely. A, absolutely. in a space together all the time we, so many people we had roommates together yeah and then after that we got a place together mm-hmm. and then having a place together for about three years mm-hmm. then we got a van and moved into three a years? van so like Maybe we not. inched our way right. into a smaller Space. But you guys have always, like, ha- done a lot of things together, where <clears throat> even people that live together often, like, don't work at the same place. Absolutely. We've, We've always, always worked together. Right. Always. We met at work, and that was a server position. Then we moved to corporate, and we worked in different departments, but we still worked in the same company together. And then we've done some, like, catering things together, and then we worked again together, and then now we work together now. Even in the van. Yeah. Even in the van. We've also, I mean, even just doing... Well, me not fully working for our company that we work for now, just working social media. People are like, how do you even do that? Because you wake up together, then you also do this together. You do all right. of these things together. But I think we were conditioned because we're. T- I think we're a good team. Right. Yeah. How do you think that you guys do that? Obviously, you're a good team. But like, yeah. is there advice that you would give to somebody? Yeah. Or do you think it's like, which this is also a totally acceptable answer that you guys think you're, it's like just a special relationship that you think that, like, I'm assuming you're the only person that the other one could do this with ever yeah i think it's special be around. i do this definitely I'm patience saying, well i'm just because henry and i i don't think would do that happily i do think <laughs> we would do i love him but being in a van with him all of the time you're like no. and working with him and doing all of that like we love taking our space yeah so i uh, people think we're crazy all the time because even when we work together how do you guys work together and live together and then want to hang out together and i'm like well we just love being right. around each other she's my absolute best friend but also I feel that we use each other's strengths. I don't touch numbers. I'm not good at them. Mm-hmm. That's destiny. We learned that. <laughs> How'd you learn that? No, you did. What were we talking Stop about? It. <laughs> Stop it. That you're good at numbers and she's not? No. That she, did, she didn't take math class. Okay, stop. <laughs> When did we learn this? This is an inside joke that she obviously doesn't remember from yesterday. I don't remember. I I remember somebody asking me if I ever took a history class. Stop! Because the two of them have never heard of the Midwest. Wait! Oh, she is just... They kept saying I was from the East Coast, and I said, I'm from Indiana, it's the Midwest. And they said, what, like, the Middle West? What does that mean? And I was like, it's a giant chunk of this country. And they were like, oh, we just think of, like, West Coast, East Coast. And I was like, oh, okay, well, there's, like, the South. There's the Midwest. I know about the South. I didn't know about you. Like, I'm, trust me, I'm not the only one. 
it's like at least six or seven states. You know? I just thought you were also the East Coast, so it's like right. the South, yes, for sure. Maybe. They're true Californians, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. I would say I, I knew very Should little. Should I be offended? Not at all. I, I knew very little geography, even about my own country, before I started traveling. So I think it's super normal. You grew up on the West Coast, which people always say the West Coast is the best coast. I do tend to agree. I mean, yeah, I mean. But, like, if I grew up in California, there'd be very little reason for me to, Leave I feel it. like. Yeah, leave it until you want to and you have, like, in a van it makes more sense to kind of travel around, but, I mean, if I was growing up in California... Wiley. What you, yeah, what are you going to do? Go visit Indiana for fun? <laughs> Unless I knew someone. I know, my family listening to this is so angry. <laughs> okay, we will go there. To Indiana? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know why, yeah, of course. No, I don't know why. Why? No, because you want to go to all 50 states. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so our goal, goal is to see all 50 states, and we have never been to the East Coast. Or, or Midwest. the Midwest. Or the Midwest. Or the Midwest. <laughs> right. So how far east have you gone? Colorado. Texas, okay, don't laugh Louisiana. at me. Louisiana. Oh, okay. Oh, Texas and Louisiana for sure. Is that yeah. further? What? Yes. Stop. Liz. Leave me alone. I don't have a map in front of me. I don't know. Colorado, Texas, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All of a sudden, she did geography. I drove both those states. Stop. Right. I guess it's probably way easier for you if you're... The, are you the main driver, Destiny? Main driver. It, this is not embarrassing. Somebody she gotta drives, drive. She drives when I drive cities. Mm. Or in the city. I drive in the cities because I remember the cities, like in the actual cities, like Denver... I mean, we haven't done L.A. yet, ironically, but, like, Denver, mm, where else? <laughs> They've been to Seattle. one. Seattle. <laughs> We've been to No, no I can't think of, like, the bigger states. Like, okay, if we're doing the, the mountains or anything crazy, essentially she is the driver, yes. But when yeah. we go to the cities and we stay there for a bit, like, Denver, I remember how to get around, and I do all of the local driving as if we're locals, but she does not like doing that. She'll do, like, all right, we're going to do seven hours, let's do it. Mm. That's her. I like long drives. I also don't do yeah, cliffs. Too. I don't do Henry and I both love driving. I think that's why we also like having two vans is because we both love driving. Like, I don't want to give cute. up driving. I like oh, I driving, totally but in give new up places. Driving. Yeah. You like what? Driving in new places. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. like <clears throat> prior to hitting the road, like, commuting an hour was a headache. Absolutely. Because it was, like, the same thing on two freeways all the time. And then now driving in new places, like, it's a new scenery all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I like that. And she's like, okay, I could drive the city. I know this street. I know this street. Like, we can go to a new city. And in, like, two days, she knows all the back streets. And I'm like, I need (laughs) my map. Right. Yeah. Okay, so how did you find van life and when? (laughs) That would be me. I oddly was not looking for van life. I was looking for travel. Mm -hmm. I was looking for a destination for elopement. Because we eloped. I just kept stumbling across, like, travel people. Ironically, I found Karen Nate. Mm -hmm. And they are not van lifers essentially they're travelers right. uh, international travelers i found them and then through them i found Eamon and beck and then oh cool them. so you're were you primarily on youtube it sounds like yes okay youtube youtube everything was on youtube and then it was all like just a rabbit hole of youtube and i yeah. was like what is this and you know when you find something on social media and then all the rest of your social media accounts just like pop you up yeah things. totally the algorithm so is then, like oh she wants to live in a van yeah and i was <laughs> i was like wait i didn't know yeah i have not told her a thing about van life at yeah all. yeah and at this moment, and then things are popping up on my personal Instagram. I don't even know people. I can't even tell you who. And then just things started popping up. Then I was getting into podcast. And mm. that's when I started looking up, well, let's see van life. Because we did commute 40 hours. So I would. What? I was like, that's a long commute. 40 miles. 40 miles. 40 one miles. Way. 40 one miles one way to work. That's so still started, a lot. Oh, absolutely. It was. How long did it actually Horrible. take? An hour there and sometimes when we carpooled. Oh, 
when we carpooled, it was that. And when I was alone, it took me sometimes two and a half to three. Yeah. Coming home. It was LA traffic. It was miserable. Oh, LA, okay. like heart of LA traffic. Yeah. We lived wow. in the Inland Empire and then we would drive to LA or Orange County either okay. way. Okay. Mm-hmm. We did both and they both were about 40 miles and they were both miserable drives. Yeah. Sounds terrible. So I would pick podcast. And so podcast and YouTube was my life. And I was just like, oh, this is really cool. And then finally I showed Destiny. I was like, look at these people. And I think it was Karen Nate first. And then I showed them Eamon and Beck living on YouTube van life and I was like this is kind of cool would you ever do this and that, that was like kind of a rhetorical question because I absolutely knew she would say no and I she we said buying a house and she said yeah that uh. seems really cool I said what and yeah. I was like so you would do this and she said yeah <laughs> yeah and how long from that conversation was it until you moved into the van we bought a van six months later yeah okay that's a good amount of time, though, because I think a lot of people see it on social media and then they think, like, they have to, like, race to get into the van. And it's, like, oh, this, no. like, very quick thing. I think that we researched mm-hmm. and learned. I will say I listened to your podcast. Thank you. You gave some type of steps. And I said, yeah, it's the steps to van life. I'm not yeah. even going to lie to you right now. I took notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, people have, like, sent me, uh, like, they'll tag me in the stories and they're, like, notes from the podcast. Which, yeah. I, the reason behind the, me of, like, now it's more me and my friends and, like, getting to talk about van life and me even getting to just know my friends a little bit deeper. But originally, I was sharing a lot on social media, the podcast, and my website because when I moved into the van, not, I'm not gonna, we'll get right back into your story. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. But, like, there were not, people just now getting into van life. I feel like look at me like okay you were uh, you were the beginning but like there were not resources there mm-hmm. were no podcasts there were no websites there was like nothing for me and Henry which I didn't even know him at the time but like I was researching answers to all of the questions I had about living on the road what that looked like even the common ones how do you do laundry how do you do this like where am I gonna take a shit like <laughs> how do you what like where do you shower and there were not resources five years ago answering all those questions like maybe here and there yeah. but at the time it was mostly like maybe four or five people online and they really just posted pictures on Instagram like reels was not did not exist TikTok did not exist so it was like still photos with captions about like travel or living in a van it was not about like general questions and and you know what I'm saying like yeah. actual information and so once I moved onto the road and I started figuring those things out first of all I was so passionate about van life and how happy I was becoming that I was like I need to share the information that I know is stopping people from doing something like this and that would be people feeling like I have a thousand questions and I'm like okay well let me one at a time chip away those thousand questions because like there are answers and you need to bring your like feeling of feeling so overwhelmed down a notch and like let's just logistically go over some of the this shit yeah which I just think makes it for a lot of people feel more realistic or like more doable it's not this grand thing like it's something that you can do but anyways back to what you were saying you found the podcast yeah and I mean I also felt that way I was like into podcasts at the moment and I was listening to like self-help like books and other things and then I was once I got into van life I was like oh well what's this and there wasn't like Mm -hmm. you didn't have the resources for yourself but then you also provided them for the other people because I was like is there anyone else like I not that it was not anything against you but I was like is there is there any other information there was nothing and also, I was like, cool, she's giving steps. She's giving advice that I truly had questions for, even mm-hmm. though it's simple and idiotic a little bit sometimes. Like, how do you do laundry? We all know how the 
fuck we do laundry. We love fuck. We love fuck. Okay. <laughs> How the fuck do we do laundry? How the fuck do we pee? We all know it. If you've gone camping, you know that we pee in the woods. That's right. it. We poop in the woods. Yep. It's the best feeling ever. If you haven't done it, try it. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, you had the answers, at least for us. And then I introduced her to you, and she's like, wow, I can actually listen to this girl. Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Love that. Destiny is kind of a scary bitch. What? <laughs> so honestly, <laughs> the, the fact that you said you could, she could listen to me She could. I listened to Jake Hats twice. Yeah. Oh, my God. So sweet. And so, yes, you were a big help. I wrote down notes. I took your steps, and I actually followed your steps. So if you're looking to get into van life, follow her steps. We did. You do live in a van. I do live in a van now. Wow. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. That to your own credit, not to take any of that credit myself. I mean, like obviously you guys did all of that work. Yeah. Okay, but speaking of, what kind of van do you have? Like, have you? What have you been up to? Tell us all of the details. Tell us things. Tell us the juice. Okay, so let's start with the type of van. We have a Ram Promaster twenty five hundred high roof, and throughout the six months, we looked at vans. We we didn't test drive them, but we went in Mm -mm. a Sprinter, a Promaster, and a Ford Transit to Mm -hmm. see what we liked, and we liked the body of a Ram Promaster just because it wasn't so narrow. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we'd rather lose length versus feel like claustrophobic because we just felt like it was so small in width. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going with the Ram Promaster and then we converted for seven months and now we've been on the road for eight months and we've kind of just steered around the West Coast and mm-hmm. we've hit 10 states within the last going on eight months. Nice. Which is honestly so good because so many people get in the van and they see, like, damn near all 50 states in, like, three months. And then they're like, yeah, but I've... Yeah, okay, that was uh, dramatic. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they go so fast, so far, like, very quickly. And they miss so much because of it. And I feel... Which, everybody does this. I did this. You're not going to, like, miss out in van life if that's how you roll for the first year. Like, I totally understand the excitement. But you do miss out on an element of, like, the biggest piece of van life now that I feel is not just like seeing how many places you can see so quickly. It's like, even if you stay at the same campsite for a week or two, you get to like go on the same walk for a few days. You get to like legitimately explore that spot. Like what's the nearest trail? What's the nearest Mm -hmm. waterfall? Like, I don't know, that kind of thing versus somebody who's like racing because they're excited and it makes total sense. Again, I did that. Henry did that. Most of my friends have done that, but you just like miss out on so So much. much and you'll be like, well, I had to get to Wyoming. So I didn't get to go to Glacier in Montana or I didn't get to go here and it's like yeah but this is I guess is my advice to anybody is like just slow down and just kind of trust I think a lot of it is also people are like I'm not going to do this for longer than a year Mm -hmm. and then fast forward it's been five years like that happens (laughs) so just give yourself the time in the beginning because the likelihood that you'll figure it out financially or anything else is high if you I mean in my opinion if you kind of want it bad enough like oh, yeah. you'll make it work yeah which Our, sounds privileged but I've seen a lot of people do it so I do believe people no can I do feel that. like we also so many people are like wow these girls move fast and I thought we were moving slow because we were staying in places for like a month because we fell in love with Utah we yeah. fell in love with Colorado we were like oh what's in Montana and Wyoming okay. yeah but <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I didn't make Montana and Wyoming. I don't know if anybody could hear that because she talked quietly, but she oh, yeah. said, she said, we were wondering what was in Montana and Wyoming. No offense. Because I know you love it and I'm sure there's yeah. things there and our goal is to see all 50 states because I know that our country is beautiful, but also we did not expect to fall in love with Utah. We didn't, absolutely not. Yeah. We it's easy to no fall in love idea. with most places, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you spend and long enough, I feel like, honest- like. Sorry, no, everywhere that I haven't liked, if I spend a little bit more time there, I'm always like, okay, this is fun. Like, I like this place, and I like this place. It's fun going fast, but I think, like, 
my own opinion, the states that we took our time, like Utah, Colorado, even Idaho, we didn't explore a lot, but we camped for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Those three states were probably my favorite Mm -hmm. because you grow a routine. You really get to know the town or the campground that you're at. Like, it's nice to, like, settle down and really soak in the beauty of that state versus, like, yeah, we explored for 48 hours and now we need to get to the next state. But do we really need to get there in 48 hours? No. Right. Like, we're setting Yeah, like, honestly, why? Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason. Henry always says there's a comfort in driving. Like, if you are sitting still, there's a little bit of discomfort there. Like, if you are not used to that, and I think a lot of people going into van life are not used to that. And so there's, like, this comfort in driving and moving and doing. But, like, getting comfortable just being at a campsite and working Mm -hmm. and, like, getting into a little bit of routine actually feels really good oh, it yeah. also feels nice if you like go fast for a bit and then like finally take a break and right like, finally like enjoy that campsite that it's beautiful and you get to enjoy it and you do get to get a routine and you don't have to like get up and move yeah like you just get to enjoy it and like literally sit and listen to the silence listen to the birds sing i know it sounds silly but it's just it's different than being in city and i think we get more exhausted in the city than we do anywhere else in nature and that's yeah. where we get like we'll be there and then we're like we gotta go <laughs> right where how do you guys usually find campsites what apps do you use i overland i overland is that your favorite one yeah. yeah do you use anything else or are you like bank on that one mm-hmm. i tried seeker and i tried i don't remember another one i feel like i overlander was yeah my, it's my favorite nice one. yeah but then like since i've worked the entire time on the road i always need to find somewhere where we have service, service. so i piggyback it with open signal so, like, you could take the coordinates from iOverlander and put it into OpenSignal, and OpenSignal will tell you what carriers have service and how many bars you have. Do you find that it's accurate? Yes. yes. Okay. Like, yeah. I would say, like, 75% of the time. There's been maybe, like, two campsites that it was off, but majority of the time when we get there, I'm like, cool, it's set. But I still well, we, check the night before, before yeah, I start work. Yeah, we do uh-huh. try to get there and then make sure we have it first. Yeah. yeah. Like, have the service first mm-hmm. before we actually stay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Iverlander's definitely my favorite. I used to use freecampsites.net, which I do still think is, like, a good fallback. It's not an app. It's a website. Yeah, the website. I tried Yeah, that. yeah but What's now... What's we paid for? Allstays? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. did not like that. Yeah. Allstays is really only good, in my opinion, for, like, when you're in a city. Mm. It will show you a lot of, like, like Propane. definitively yeah. the Cracker Barrels, casinos, yeah. things like that, where you just don't know for sure that somebody has stayed there on iOverlander and that it's... Because, like, iOverlander is strictly, like, users have uploaded these places. And Allstays, users can leave reviews, but, like, it just shows you all of the casinos and all of the places that yeah. you can stay. Mm-hmm. So I use all stays sometimes if I'm in a town. That's good to know. Yeah, but, know but we just never... tried to use it. Yeah, but but I use iOverlander for sure way yeah. more. I yeah. like iOverlander. I will say they could up it a bit. For sure, iOverlander is like fantastic, and they definitely like because I've left reviews and they have to process or something, and then like 24 hours later or 48 hours they're on there. So I know someone is like approving things, mm. but you can tell that they like designed iOverlander 10 years ago, and then they're Absolutely. like, "Fuck it, we're done." And they're like this yeah. is it. Yeah, I made a we're good done. profit. Yeah, but I do it's definitely feel outdated. Like if we wanted to save things, we could save them, and that'd be great because it'd be great to be like, "Hey, I remember this spot. I liked this spot." Or also, we like to look before because of her job. Like, we like to look to make sure there was service, to make sure that, like, it looks nice, and to get there before the nighttime. And 
see pictures. Yeah, for sure. No, like a folder somewhere, yeah, or even just, just like if you could zoom like... out and see your little stars everywhere. Oh, that's which, what she said, like a geolocation. That's what. Do you guys use Google Maps at all for that? Yeah. Always. Okay, because like I when you scroll out, I, I use Apple Maps for directions, but when I you open my Google Maps, you just see like little hearts Thoughts? for favorites, like <laughs> literally, literally everywhere. Yeah, like yeah, well, anytime we're at we the do. thing, I have yeah. a folder, and it's for every place we stayed. Yeah, and, and that's it's all the coordinates. That that's we because at. I have the website that we like. I I'll put them on our website and put our own review of like a. It's not I overlander. I'm not trying to take over anywhere. I just want to know that people can know that a personal like, review. A For personal sure. review of like what we say. What's your like, website? What's it called? Uh, choose the past you think. <laughs> very hard to say. Choose the past you take. Dot com. Got it. And I have like a free campsite place and I try to take pictures every time but I just want to give a review for us because like iOverlander doesn't always have photos. iOverlander yeah. is an app and it's easier but like if it's my friend like if you want to stay somewhere and mm -hmm. I've been there I would love for you to see where we've been our photos and what we truly think about it. Yeah totally. I, I have a very similar page on my website and that's the main reason is because yeah. I feel like when I started that page I was thinking of like single women or solo women who are mm -hmm. on the road and like you can read. I personally was not that intimidated reading iOverlander reviews and trying to do that myself. But I do know that there, I mean, there's like 18 year old girls moving onto the road by themselves now. Oh, and I mean, at least I was like goodness. 22. So a lot, there's like 18 year olds who are like, this is what I'm doing. And I use your website because I want something that's mm. approved. And like, I know you've been there and there's not some creepy dude like living in the forest nearby. And I'm like, yeah, you're going to be fine there. But also yeah. there's not usually any creepy men hiding in the forest, but you never know. Mm -mm. Ooh, Destiny, give us the juice. What are you, they're making faces. What's there happening? There was no juice. Just there's a creepy man in a forest somewhere. No, I felt like there was. Were, a... I was gonna ask you later what the like worst experience was okay. on the road. So if this oh, might be one of them. I'll start yeah. with. Okay. The one Want me to tell me mine? Okay, go ahead. So we went into a place in. Uh, we were talking in Colorado, but we we're so close to New Mexico, and it was a campsite because we wanted to go to a national sand dunes. No, that's not sand dunes. You, you don't have to whisper. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. saying I'm just, no, 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 we can't hear you. <laughs> it was the one where you can see all four states. Do you know that one? Mesa Verde. So we were trying to find a campsite right next to it. We drove in and we're like, oh, let's just, and it was just like a nice little pull off and we were used to this already by then. And we drove in and it was kind of a hot day. So we, we'd love to just open everything, let the dogs out, open things and just like let the breeze flow through before we fall asleep. I opened them and I said, I, I don't want them open. And she's just like, you're being weird. And I said, no, I'm not. She's like, do you want a drink? I'm like, sure. She poured me a drink. She's like, you're being paranoid. Do you want alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even acting paranoid. Like she wasn't even talking to me. I just wasn't talking like, to her. I just I wasn't... made dinner. I just made us a drink. Like, why aren't you talking to me? And like, this is oh, not okay. our first date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just tell she's yeah, like yeah, vibing off. I was, I, was, like, I was just very quiet. I yeah. was like, I'm going to read. And she's like, what is going on? And she poured me a drink. And my whole point of saying that is that I did not drink the she drink. She literally went like, mm. thanks, babe. Okay, mm -hmm. so and she was I'm acting like, weird. I was okay. acting weird, completely. Especially, we're married. Like, she understands. Like, I... For sure. And I wasn't trying to hide it from her. I just thought I was being over-paranoid. I'm like, am I being super paranoid? And then I was... And she's like, what is wrong? She pulled it out of me, and I was like, did you see that guy earlier? And she's like, oh, the one in the car that was facing forward and just sitting there? And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you saw that him. one. So he was just, like, blatantly staring, just like this. No tent. No nothing. He was just, like, a regular stand just sitting there by himself i mean normally we try to park with our car out in case any emergency nothing's happened but any emergency we need to leave we get out quickly mm -hmm. but he was also parked that way just sitting there 
just watching like everyone face. kind of yeah. observing the vehicles driving on this one way dirt road like mm-hmm. you literally like who knows what he was doing maybe he was on his phone no he's literally no, he sitting wasn't. in his driver's seat right. staring straight forward mm-hmm. just awkward you yeah, know, yeah. You get a and, bad vibe. And like, I truly, yeah, just exactly. a little bit like eyebrow raised. Yeah, like, yeah. and, and like here. vibes and like my gut feelings. I feel it. So I'm like, okay, cool. I get a good vibe. I can meet someone. I feel good vibes, good intentions. I feel that. If I feel someone's like a little bit bad, I just, I feel it in my gut and I feel yeah. it in my stomach and I always trust my instincts. And then once I told her fully what I felt, she's like, let's go. I was like, cool, we'll eat dinner later. I put yeah. all of our food in the sink, closed our cutting board. Absolutely. And she I was did. like, it's a good go. wife right there. And she it's, was like, what's going best on? Wife, I said, honestly. nope, we will finish dinner and drink our drinks later. Let's go. Mm-hmm. We literally yeah. threw everything. I said, put everything on the floor. Because you know when you park, you literally set up home. You put yeah, things yeah. back on the counter. Yeah. If you move anything, literally put things on the and floor. And I wasn't ready to do sink. that. Let's go. So we yeah. left. The person was, and it was like sunset. The person's still sitting in his driver's seat. Same spot. Facing, staring at the dirt road. And I'm Maybe like, like two hours later. And I was wait, like, he, he hasn't been moved. Two hours. Yeah. He hasn't moved yet? Like, no, very sketchy. Like, I'm like, cool. So now you know one van pulled in. There was two women in the front seat. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who else is here. We didn't see anybody else but this no, no one, one weird car. Right. So we end up leaving. And I'm like, okay, we need to communicate. Like, don't keep that. Yeah, you just have to tell her like, when you feel that way. We gotta sure. go. Because. Well, we do now, definitely. But that was my first time ever feeling that way. Yeah. And I had never felt that way. I love being in the forest. I love being in the nature. And that's never happened to me. And I just was like... You didn't know if you were just being dramatic. Yeah, I was like, am I being super yeah. paranoid? Which I'm sure as women... Sorry, though. What'd yeah, you say? absolutely. Better safe than sorry. Absolutely. Like, and guess where we went? To a Walmart parking lot. And who we felt fucking safe as fuck. Yeah. At... Walmart. At Walmart. At I Walmart. feel very safe at Walmart. Yeah. There's literally security cameras everywhere. They yeah. all say security cameras in use and there's lights everywhere. Like yeah. people think of Walmart parking lots as being kind of sketch. And I'm like, yeah. until you've been on the road at all, like Walmart's you don't know. Are, you safe. are your yeah. safe haven. I, I like, feel more safe in a Walmart than going to a Safeway sometimes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think that Walmart, well, Walmart, Walmart just make it adamantly clear that there are cameras yeah. everywhere and that there are also lights everywhere. Like, and sometimes security guards. Oh yeah, like cars like, that like, just cars that like patrol around, and they're they're like total different story. But he like banged on our door, and he's like, "Hey, you're not allowed to park on this spot. We can park over here." But he was still securing the whole place, which exactly. I loved. I loved. Yeah, he was paying attention. Yeah, Definitely. and at, at a Walmart, you know that there's going to be like 50 other cars in the parking mm-hmm. lot at all times. Like mm-hmm. you're never there alone. It's no. just not happening. No. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. I like Walmarts as well. So are those like the two worst experiences? That was, or that was the that was, that was one. I'm sorry. That yeah, that was one worst experience. Mine was recently leaving California. We were in California. Oh yeah, we were driving to your grandpa's house near Lassen National to- Park up north, and there's a camera strapped to the tree. But I thought it was right. a sticker. And well, so tell the full story, though, because nobody else knows. No, no, no. Oh, so we pulled true. up to this campsite, and we were going to her grandpa's house, and I'm like, either one, we have service here, and we're going to stay here overnight. It was a mm-hmm. nice campsite. I'm like, either we're going to stay here, I'll work here, and then tomorrow when I get off, we could drive to your grandpa's house. And it was maybe like an hour and a half away yeah. from her grandpa's. Yeah. Get there, zero service. So I'm like, okay, so I can't drive anymore. Like, I'm super tired. I'm just going to take a nap. So we pull into this place. I, like, back in. We're in the middle of the forest, so there's trees everywhere, but there's this one tree that's facing the parking spot, and it has a camera strapped with, like, a belt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Which okay. is, is a trail cam if you're from the Midwest? Yeah, so that's yes, what I was like. It's definitely a tra- trail cam, but we did not know until a few weeks later, which yeah, we'll so, get to. No, but... Not a few weeks later. So either a trail cam or yeah. a camera, whatever it was, I'm like, okay. But a trail cam, just to be clear, sorry to interrupt you, but a trail cam being pointed at a campsite it's is creepy. odd. Like, I'm well acquainted with trail cams. My dad is a hunter. 
But, like, if he would never put one facing, like, a random campsite or even where somebody would park. He puts his trail cams, like, to the middle of the woods where he thinks might be, like, a very deer-heavy area. Like, you want to see the traffic of animals in the area. This was purposely faced the parking spot of Mm -hmm. the campground. So, I I had seen that, and I didn't say anything, right? So, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take a nap. Like, give me 30 minutes. We'll keep driving. So, then... She ends up cleaning the van. She's like, I can't sleep. It was uncomfortably hot. It was, like, over 100 degrees. I'm like, my eyes are burning. I need to sleep. So I end up sleeping for 30 minutes. I get up, and she was like, hey, like, this guy drove in on a motorcycle, like, initiated that he saw her, and then drove Mm -hmm. off on a motorcycle. I'm like, okay, maybe he wanted to park in this campground, and then I'm like, all right, maybe I'm overthinking this, but I'm already freaking out. Like, I see this camera. I've seen too many scary movies, like... Who knows what this camera's for? And then this random guy pulls in. Nobody pulled in to, like, park next to the next campsite because there is a road that you can go up and still park. Mm -hmm. I'm like, one person pulled in, did a donut, made eye contact with her, and, like... What did he do? Wave or he was just kind of like he like a like, like a, a nod, nod, a head and nod, then yeah. drove off. And, and I'm I like, was like, oh cool, maybe he's just saying hi. I don't, I I don't know. I'm I think too good of this, everyone, mm-mm. but also right. I did not ever think that was a camera. I said, baby, that's a sticker. So we end up leaving because I'm freaking out. I'm like, I was already freaking out with this camera. This dude and he pulls had a dream. in. Oh yeah, and I had a dream that somebody kidnapped us in this. In right. 30 minutes of sleeping, I'm like, I want to go now. Like my stomach hurts. <laughs> yeah, you just didn't have Let's good feelings. Go. Yeah. Which, by the way either like these two stories nothing might have ever happened but like that gut instinct that you leave every time that you feel that way is what could save your life the one yeah, time always that trust like, your gut i think you should get always get in the habit of trusting that gut oh, instinct yeah. the more you get in the habit of going against it and being like tonight is not the night i die like i'm fine yeah. you know what i'm saying well because that's i've done that before where i'm like sydney you're fine tonight like it's not a big deal and i feel like the more you get into that habit is like mm-hmm. where you get into trouble across your whole you should always trust your gut instincts yeah. regardless of what it's about so the fact that you left both of those times i think is a, like a very very good thing oh, yeah. always do that oh Thanks. yeah i will <laughs> yeah good <laughs> I and i'm glad will. that i mean we do have a very communicative relationship so i'm glad that we said it because it was one time me and then one time her but the cherry on top so we get to her grandpa's house and then we walk up to the front porch and i'm like <laughs> that's the camera on the tree so then yeah i she walked was like, in and we asked. don't know if it's a camera and i'm like we need to ask pam what this is i'm like pam what is this thing that's yeah. that's strapped to your staircase? She's like, it's a camera. I'm like, I told you it was a camera. Whether it was for to keep a lookout on people or wildlife, there's still a camera. It's facing our van. It sees who came out of this van. Mm-hmm. It's about to get dark. There's zero bars here. So if yeah. anything yeah. were to happen, we cannot call for help. Yeah. We're screwed. Like, Absolutely. They can easily sure. pop our tires, and the next time we see any humans is over two hours. Yeah. Especially right. that there was, like, the extremely <clears throat> huge fire that, like, no one's coming over here. Yeah. Yeah. I would say good call on both of our instincts, and we trust those every time. And it's not always the case, because I will say, I absolutely love staying in a forest. Yeah, it's like almost never. In yeah. five years, I've also had two experiences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, the percentage is insanely low, but you should yeah. just always leave during those times. Mm-hmm. Or do you think those are like the two, like, quote-unquote worst experiences or scary things? Yeah. Or like, like has there, have you guys had ever had like a pop tire or anything like that that you've had to deal with? No. No, just our engine light going on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What year is your ProMaster? 2019. Okay. Was it, it was not, it was new at the time or it was not? Uh, one, one owner. In I'm trying to do the math. One owner for one okay. year. Yeah. So oh, we that's were great. the second owner. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about your van build. What do you want to know? <laughs> um, like what layout did you necessarily go with? Like, do you have a fixed bed or do you have a dinette conversion? I will tell you that we now have a fixed bed, but it was a... We never had a dinette. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just I love saying. that you said, I will tell you. I was like, 
Please. I'm like, this is... <laughs> Like, no, 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 no. it's not that I'm just, serious. No, I'm She's telling you. boiling the pot. It's not that serious. <laughs> no, no, no. It's no. fixed. No, it's yeah. fixed. But, like, how did we get to fixed? I truly wanted a dinette for the longest. And yeah. you and my mom teamed up against me to be like, hey, we should get this, blah, 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 blah. It's no tea. I'm just saying we primarily thought a dinette would be best for us. And yeah. we had that plan. Like, I drew everything Because you guys work full time? I did not. So, no. Okay. I uh, just, work. I did not work. We'll get into that. <laughs> no shots are fired. We no. love. She supported your dreams, and we love. Oh, keep going. thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I do love that. Okay, so yes, it was dinette, and I just thought it would be more functional. But then, I think you found a van once that it was like I need this dinette, and also she thought pets storage. Blah, I just blah, started blah. thinking of the dogs. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, realistically, if we're just thinking about us in the van, a dinette would be super cool. Yeah, we and we don't mind making a bed on the table, yeah. and then we can turn it into a full bed. But mm-hmm. where were Bailey and Coffee going? Yeah. yeah, like we truly needed space for them. And initially, with our build, so with the fixed bed, we have a U couch, and we didn't have space for them under. And we actually renovated while being on the road because our walking space was very small. Mm-hmm. So it was either them going on the couch, which our toilet's under our seat. Mm-hmm. So whenever we had to use the bathroom, like, in the morning or in the middle of the night, we'd have to, like, wake them up and move them. It was just, like, super inconvenient. Yeah. So then we're like, okay. First off, we thought we were making more space for the dogs with a fixed bed, but we thought that the couch would be a good bed for them. Yeah. And so then we realized the couch the bed. was... You thought it, wait, you thought it was not, not the fixed bed. So the fixed bed, we thought, without having to have the dinette, like, we'd have more space. So, okay. like, garage space with the dinette. Right. You don't really have garage space. Dog food. Just storage for them. Like, we mm-hmm. have an emergency kit for them. So, like, I'm, like, realistically, those two benches with the dinette, like, the dinette, typically one of the benches cover electrical another yeah. one. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, like, where's all this storage going to go? We're going to have our cabinets for clothes, and then we're going to have our kitchen for kitchen stuff. Like, there wasn't really space to put anything for Bailey and Coffee. So then we end up turning under our garage, we turned it into like a dog cage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they have a house to go in where there's a dog bed and they have their private space, which we, so nice. wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to do that with a dinette. We lost out on garage space, but at least they have like a comfortable spot to go in now right. that we have. Which Coffee loves. Their, yeah, she loves it because she can hide. She has her own bed. We tell her to go mm-hmm. home and she's comfortable versus on the couch. I felt like she was more stressed out because... Yeah. Things are moving. Like, if anything were to fall, right. they can go home, and they're safe in their house. Yeah, yeah. So I truly like it now. But yeah. with the dinette, we, wouldn't, we would have never been able to renovate and make one of our benches into a doghouse. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we have a lot of space. Right. I've always had the benches, and in my new van, I'm doing a fixed bed. Nice. Oh, nice. Just because I'm so tired of the benches. It's like, for social media purposes, it feels really nice to, like, be able to convert it, and you have different opportunities for different photo takes or different video things. But, like... Oh my god, it fucking sucks not having the storage <laughs> space that you have when you have a fixed bed. And also, oh, yeah. now I'm dating somebody who's like 6'3", so like my bed is too small when I do make it a bed. And so it's just, when it's a dinette, you don't have that storage in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so I just ended up filling it with storage anyways, and so I'm like, I can't turn it into a dinette now anyways, because there's <laughs> shit in the middle of my benches. So you have a fixed bed currently. Yes. The space under that was dedicated for your dogs. No. I mean, yes. Yes. But I just mean that's like, because I was going to ask you if you had any dog-focused, like, things in your van. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a pretty big one. Oh, yeah. Is there anything else that you feel like you included in the van for the dog specifically? Absolutely. My okay. drawer that I'm so proud of, I cut out two holes for the dog bowl. Mm-hmm. Do- two dog bowls, and that is their food And water? Drawer. No, it's just their two food bowls, because we have two dogs. Oh, cool. So they both have two bowls that they can 
next to each other, and then we have a water bowl just, like, floating around in there. Right. Wherever they want water. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two things. And then we also have hooks on the outside of, like, right when we open our van, and those are for their leashes primarily. Right. But that's nice. Okay, wait, but I want you to tell us about your dogs. Okay. Because we haven't really talked about them that much. Okay, so you have two dogs. We know their names are Coffee and Bailey. Yes. Who is who? What kind of dogs are they? And how old are they? Coffee is our baby. She's our golden retriever. She is a golden retriever. She's a year and a half. And uh, she is perfect. And... <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She is... Yeah. She's, she's one of the sweetest dogs I've ever met. Legit. Like, Coff- Coffee will walk up to you and just bury her face in your chest. And just, she just loves. And she, like, won't move. She's like, cuddle me. She doesn't me. move? She just loves. No, I just... Well, <laughs> okay. She's a what pup. did Henry say today? Get your wiggly butt. Out of my face. <laughs> Out of my face. She's very wiggly. She's a puppy. But I just mean she also, like, when she wants she love. She loves loves. Yeah. When she, she wants loves, love, she, love. Yeah, she just she, melts in your arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then if you say her name and she doesn't want to cuddle, she's like a fish out of water. Yeah. She's she really does crazy. have toot. She has the best toot I've ever had from a dog. <laughs> yeah, best. Like, she, if we were having this conversation and she was right here right now and it's too late for her, she goes. <gasps> <clears throat> right. Because she doesn't want it. She wants to go to bed, you mean? Absolutely. Ella does the exact same thing. If you have not seen either of us, if you don't follow them, first of all, it's choose the path you take. But we've been posting each other's goldens this week (laughs) because we've been talking about this too. People will tell you all day long that their golden looks like your golden. (laughs) And they do not. It is. It is blasphemous information i'm like do not look at my dog and tell me that you that your dog looks like my dog because it's a golden their golden retriever looks identical to ella to like a weird degree yeah and so they and not just in appearance i mean they do look like identical but they act the exact Exact same same. and ella does the exact same thing if it's like the, on the rare occasion that at midnight there's like people in my van and I'm just like at a gathering or something talking to friends Ella will bury her face in the covers and be like <laughs> and I'm just like oh I'm so sorry she like wants the lights off and it to be silent she's yeah. like it is yeah. bedtime go to sleep yeah attitude. get these people yeah attitude and it's so funny they're the me. same they are the, yeah they are the same person Ella just crimps her hair in the morning yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ella yeah. is the crimpy version. She's the 90s version yeah. of she's, coffee. She's coffee's mom. Yeah. Best exactly. friend and mom. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. And then, and then we, have we also have Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> and Bailey's still perfect. <laughs> Can you tell Liz's favorite? <laughs> but Bailey's our firstborn. Yes. And he's six years old and he's a little crunchy old man. Uh, but what no, kind of dog? One eye. He's, a he's not crunchy. He's not crunchy. He's a shih tzu and he was not born one eye. He's not a rescue. But he now has It's okay, we like rescues here. (laughs) We love rescues, but I'm just saying. Yeah, but Bailey's completely different, like, attitude-wise. He doesn't Mm -hmm. care about anybody or any dog. Like, he just wants to chill Mm -hmm. and relax. And he'll play fetch maybe, like, once a month by himself. And he's super chill and very food-motivated. And you would think (laughs) we never feed him because he's always starving. Yeah. Absolutely. But we skimmed over the fact that he has one eye. We didn't. Uh, you want to know about that? I don't yeah. Know what you do. Well, how about you get one eye? Not to bring up your PTSD. Mm. But give us the most. You don't want to talk about this. No, I don't mind talking. Okay, about give it. us like a super. Quick, me I'll, with PTSD. I'll, I'll tell you. Long story well, the other day short. you told me that it was traumatic. I mean, I cried for six months, but it's fine. She's super concise. Just super concise. Okay. Fast. So long story short, he got an infection behind his eye socket, and it pushed it out. So when we noticed, he just smelled like rotten fish, mm. and we looked at his eye and like his whole eye was all bubbled so we had to take him to the emergency and he went into surgery right away and it was pretty much there was 
no way to find out about it. He just had an infection behind his eye socket that protruded it out, and it needed to be removed. Like there was no saving egg. it. Right. Boiled egg. Do you know how he got the infection? No. No. So random. Mm-hmm. No, and he also went to the vet with us every day because we worked in that field, and it wasn't like a neglect thing. It wasn't like a like we saw him all the time. He was groomed all the time, and it was from. I know this is ironic, and we've seen this so much in the animal field working, but it was literally from one day to the next that he he had two eyes and he was fine, and then he had one Protruded. protruding eye. He's fine right. now. Yeah, he's totally fine. Lives a very happy life. I'm okay but- now. He also has very long face hair, so you're not sure if he's missing <laughs> an eye or if you just can't see he it. He just lacks peripheral. <laughs> he can only make right Today he ran into the glass door. He ran into the glass door? Yeah, yeah he oh, can't. He, like, come here, Bailey. He did not come into the he can't, open portion. He can't make left turns. He can only make right turns. Right. Poor Wait, one. honestly, interesting story. How'd you get Bailey? Destiny bought him for me. He was like <clears> a cute little baby that fit in my hand. And she asked me to be her Valentine and her girlfriend with this puppy. And so was, she asked to be girlfriends with the dog. Yeah. And I said yes so to gay, both. Huh? So gay. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but I support the two of you saying it. <laughs> so gay. It's okay. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, obviously, you said yes. I said and yes. And you kept the dogs. That was a win-win. Okay, so you had both dogs before you moved into the van. Yes. yes. But coffee was a puppy. Yes. Yes. Did she chew up anything? No. No. She did not chew anything. She, she was, didn't have the chewing problem. She was just scared of everything. Yeah. She was scared of a cone. She was scared of the sliding door. She's scared of the van she's moving. She's scared of... Yeah. I mean, you name it. A trash bag? She She's scared of it. Right. Where oh, yeah. She ran away one day. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Box. Ooh. She ran away in San Diego. First month of van life. Mm-hmm. We're at Fiesta Island. Great place. And it was so nice. Fun. It's, it's, it was great. And um, we totally forgot... Or didn't realize SeaWorld was right there, and SeaWorld has fireworks every night. I didn't know it was Disneyland. Constantly. We didn't know she was scared of fireworks, though, because when she did training, she did firework oh, training. And we did do firework phased. training. Yeah. We, we did do firework training, and she, our trainer said she was amazing, and nothing faced her in firework right. training. And then we False. took and then we False took her to real-life fireworks, and it was disaster. Yeah. In the pitch black by the beach, mm-hmm. and she dipped. Yeah. All we heard was her collar clink in the far distance. Yeah. Finn is also terrified of fireworks. And then she oh. ran away, ran into the ocean, ran across uh, Fiesta Island, and Destiny ran to go find her. For like two miles. Mm-hmm. I tracked it because I had my watch, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I've never ran so fast in a long time. Yeah. Were you worried and like she... that you were not going to find her? Absolutely. Yes. I was screaming for her. I was asking everybody, have you seen a golden? She's a puppy. She's running. She has a pink collar. And everyone kept telling me, like, she's running down. And then someone was like, a dog just ran into the ocean. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I so absolutely I ended up, like, kept calling her because her. her recall's really good. And I just mm-hmm. kept saying, like, copy, come, 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 come. And when she heard that, you heard the splashing get closer. So she swam mm. for a bit and then ran out of the water and ran to me. And I had to pick her up because she still tried to take off because yeah. the fireworks were still going. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up putting her on my shoulders because she kept trying to run from me. Yeah. So I, like, picked oh, her up and goodness. I walked her back to this the This is the scariest thing ever. And then poor little guy, he ran he was, with me the he entire time, He was running time, with didn't you, he? but that he was running with you, and then he had to come back because we both ran. Like, right. instant was, like, run after your dog. But then I said, holy shit, her whole van is open. The keys are inside. Our phones are inside. Everything we own is inside of her right. van that is just open, and I don't know that it's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, then we found coffee and locked her in the van. And then we realized she is scared of 
uh, everything. Fireworks. Mm-hmm. Right. No fireworks. We've heard gunshots, like, when we've stayed at campsites. Yeah. Definitely freaks out. Even if she's in the van, she's, like, her little thighs start shaking. Yeah, yeah. So now we have to be cautious of what may happen. Mm-hmm. Did you guys spend much time in San Diego? Yeah. Do you love it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like, sp- I mean, we're from SoCal, so we spent time in San Diego before moving right. to the van, but we love Right. Okay, so earlier you said your top three places were Colorado, Utah, and Idaho? Mm, no, we said that's where we spent the longest. Okay, so what what are your favorite places? Colorado. Yes. Where in Colorado specifically? Any Telluride. Telluride. Oh my god, we have not been there yet. I love Telluride. Yeah. What makes you love Telluride? Everything. I love the, the hikes. I love the town. It's honestly, if anyone's here for gay content, it's very gay friendly. I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. It is like library has a gay flag the town you walk oh, really? into has a gay front absolutely and what about racial the... it's there's some towns that are racially friendly but they're all white Ooh. that's telluride yeah i will say telluride is probably all white right yeah but it was still a very but i never town. felt like we stayed i never there. felt like i was unwantedly black there and for sure that's what all. i mean i think there's some like pretty open friendly like very yeah. I think uh welcoming towns but they're not like they don't actually have any people of color or like there's no people it's no diversity in Telluride. yeah <laughs> there's none but uh, like it's it's good for summer it's good for spring it's good for winter they have snowboarding they have zip lining they have white river rafting they have tons of hikes it's mountain definitely ta- mountain town. it's definitely the only thing we small, said cute little mountain town yeah. like like the week that we stayed there like we did local things like you can go to the farmer's market Mm -hmm. super friendly they had like this festival going on that was super cool there's local hikes that you can go to it's super dog friendly on the outside of the the town which was super cool I don't know the town was super cool where'd you sleep? in Telluride or like outside in yeah last dollar so we slept in last dollar for a bit and it was just the top of the mountain and it's absolutely beautiful was that a campsite? yes it's like it's like a 20 minute drive up the mountain and it's like the it seems like one of the highest parts of Telluride Mm -hmm. but you see over the mountains Mm -hmm. and it's like it it takes forever to get down the mountain because Mm -hmm. it's so high up but it's probably like the closest BLM in Telluride that we personally found super beautiful there's plenty of space to camp I think it's a national forest. It's a national forest. And we also stayed in the city. Oh, yeah. Right. Because we worked at the library. The library is my favorite. Yeah, the library is amazing. The library is very open. And they have private rooms that you can go in there and work if you need to. Like, a quiet space. But I will say Telluride is all of, like, up and downhill. So you can't stay in the actual baby town city because we're on a hill. But then you go up a little bit and you're in a residential area, which we're used to for van life. And we just stayed there and just be very self. And yeah. The only there. thing to prepare for in Telluride, though, you have to pay for day parking. So, like, mm-hmm. sometimes we would park in like the meters. residential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We would park in the residential and walk to avoid the hour Hang parking. Because yeah. I'm like, we're literally working here five days for eight hours. Mm-hmm. That right. is a lot of money staying every single day. Yeah. Right. So we would just take a walk but it was cool because we did like the daily routine, taking the dogs for a walk by the river. And yeah. that was super nice. So yeah. we didn't really mind it. I will say, it is expensive. Don't think that you're. Oh, yeah, tell you right, like a rich people. <laughs> like your pizza, your pizza is penny. going to be expensive. It is honestly <laughs> every penny you spend. I mean, Oprah lives there. What do you it. expect? Yeah. Telluride does have a free gondola. It's the only and it's dog free friendly. gondola that is. Yeah, and you could take your dogs. Oh wait, to we get a gondola that was dog friendly. Yeah. I'll have to ask him where it was. Okay, I can't remember. Yes, it's super cool. Yeah, coffee okay. hated it, but Ella hated it. Yeah, the coffee was like. Yep. But Bailey was like, oh, a window. How yeah. cute. 
Yeah, super cool. Yeah, but that's super really cool. it's really cool that you can go, and you can go any... It's tw- 24 hours? No. No? It closes at, like, midnight, though, okay. so it's okay. almost 24 hours. Almost. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you mentioned your jobs. We don't have to be too specific, but, like, a lot of people find that really interesting that people can work nine-to-fives or, like, you don't have to be a content creator. I know you guys are, like, working on that and you enjoy creating content, but, like, in order to pay for life on the road and being in a van, you can definitely work a nine-to-five or similar hours in that regard to, like, what has that experience been like for you? Do you feel like that hinders how you travel? Obviously, I think you guys would say that it was worth doing in order to travel, but, like, just what are your thoughts on that? It's definitely worth doing it, but my schedule does revolve around our work. What we do. No, what we do. How we travel. Depending on Hmm. where we go, like, yes, through Monday through Friday, like, I need service, which Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of campsites where we have had service and it's been great, but we're not always lucky to have that service with our hotspots. Right. We stay in the city because we have to. Yeah, so then we stay in the city, and honestly, through the 10 states, like, we realize we love libraries. Like, the libraries are super Mm -hmm. cool. Libraries are great. You can rent a room, which has been super nice, like, to get a private room, an an office to work out of, which we like. Yeah. Yes. For free. Coffee shops. We love trying different coffee shops, so that's, like, a new thing that we do. Would it be nice to have more days to travel and be, like, off-grid? Absolutely but I appreciate the job opportunity to be able to even travel and let us do it. Right. And you guys work in the, like, real estate industry on a, like, customer support level? Correct. So we do customer service for a real estate database. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I did not start that way the whole time. We both quit our 9 to 5 because this is something that we knew that we wanted to pursue. And I just want to tell everyone out there that that job, if, if it is a job and not a career, it is replaceable. And you can find something else. And you, there are so many remote opportunities that you can do. If van life or international travel or any type of travel is something that you want to do, don't wait till you're 50 or wait till you're 60 or wait till you have to retire. What we did was she found a remote job first. I decided to work on social media, and I did okay, and we did fine. I also decided, what's the app called that I used? Wonolo. Wonolo. I used Wonolo, and I found weird jobs that I didn't like. What's and that I app? Fa- what is it? It's a job agency app. Uh, okay, so okay. Wonolo is like a job agency app that you can use. You do have to like sign up. You do a full profile. You do find a like a background. It's legitimate job that you find. But I love that you can pick what you want to do and you get to pick what hours you work. What kind of jobs are on that? They're Different. Weird. Oddly, my favorite job was working at Safeway. I was pretty much logistics, but I will just give a brief example. I worked like certain sections of the grocery store. So as the grocery store was closing, I would go in and reorganize the T section for marketing. Okay. Whatever they said, they I followed. resetting. Resetting. Okay. So I will reset a grocery store. And I, oddly, my OCD self loved it. Yeah, sounds satisfying. And I said, and she was like, you're weird. But I said, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. I had to talk to nobody. How do you I get loved- paid? Through direct deposit. But so, like, you it's get paid directly through the app? Yeah, through the app. Okay. So I work, and honestly, I get paid, like, two days later. Okay. I get, and I love that I get to pick my shifts. I want to work them. I get to pick them. If I don't want to work them, I don't have to pick them. It's yeah. not, like, a set schedule. Sadly, it's not in California because I tried to tell my mom. I was like, hey, this is a cool thing. And she looked it up. She's like, this is not over here. But I got some sites in Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Seattle. Like, they're everywhere. People and you need... get paid in 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, so this like, is a great example of just yeah. a way to... Like, if you if somebody wanted to do van life, they could not come up with a remote job. 
that is something that they could do four nights a week. Yeah. It, maximum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And make enough money to survive on the road. And yeah. you can sleep when you need to and then explore when you want. Because I don't want people to think that it's just, we don't just live van life to just explore. Which, it's great to explore, but you also have to make money. And you ha- also have to work. And that's when I started doing Monello. Right. And, and, I mean, honestly, social media, even if you don't, it's, social media is not what you think that it is always. It's not always all of the money. It's hard fucking work. Yeah, no, I don't want anybody to ever think social media. I was... It's not easy. Yeah, no, it took me years to make a full-time income on social media. Like, years. Yeah. Which, now, I will say it's, it takes probably a little bit less time. Because when I first started social media, like, still branding and, like, like, working with companies that way, like, influencer, even the word in general, was, like kind of barely coming out necessarily like it was definitely not a a job job unless you were big on social media but yeah i mean it takes fucking a lot of consistency a lot Mm -hmm. of work and then it takes now it takes like one reel to go extremely viral and then all of a sudden you're like fucking set which yeah i i really love that i think it's a great opportunity for a lot of people this day and age like whether you think it is fucking stupid or not because i know a lot of older people and i'm not like old I just mean older Older. like a one generation older that still don't get it they shit on social media because they just don't understand it and it's like you don't have to like it but it is a legitimate career now that people are making millions of dollars doing like the really big people and I just don't see the purpose in not like praising those people for figuring something out like I think that that's very cool Mm -hmm. that people do that and uh yeah I just don't understand I think they don't understand it Right, but something that you don't understand, like, I fucking research. Yeah. I don't just talk shit. <laughs> I think the older people don't know how to research. Right. As oddly as it thinks, like, I mean, my mom's in her 50s, and, like, she might know how to research a little bit, but, like, even the older than that, they do not know how to... They're like, oh, yeah, Google it, but they're just joking. They don't know how to actually right. Google right. it. <laughs> well, <laughs> they even, don't know how to Google and go in depth and then, like, know yeah. that there's an Instagram and a Twitter and a this and a that, and to find out so much. I think we're very privilege to know that what we know now yeah the access that we have to yeah. like questions and things yeah. like we're that. not looking up encyclopedias i mean i did when i was younger but right we're not honestly well and we're not doing like a quick google search like yeah. we're like we google one depth. thing and then like three hours later we're stuck on some random chicks page <laughs> that we've just like stopped your whole entire <laughs> life we know all her exes her children her, like we know way too much you know what i'm saying yeah, like that's absolutely we go in depth but that's i mean it is the way that's going okay this is random but it is my next question what is something living on the road that you think is very different than what you would have expected like something that may have surprised you in the last several months on the road is it harder maybe what about van life do you think is like oh i didn't know that nobody ever said that i will say that i i personally have done tons of research tons like i'm a overly researcher <laughs> I mean, I just don't. Not saying that you, nothing. You've been prepared me. for everything. No, absolutely not. I'm like, there's been times not. where we've run out of water. Yeah, and, yeah, and we're like, cool, let's go fill up, and there's no waters to fill up. That's not our fault. That's I. But that's, I blame that on the lack of the state. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's something that you are mentally not prepared for yeah. when you live in a house and you could just go to the sink and grab s- absolutely some water. Absolutely. Yeah, I think. I mean, Can you I don't the think question? that was. Something that has shocked you on the road, uh, something that was just different than what you might have expected. Like you listen to podcasts, you research social media, and then one day something happens. And I mean, this is, I'm just giving a more specific example now, but you, one day something happens and you're like, oh my God, I would have never fucking thought that. Why would, why did nobody post about that on Instagram? And you feel like you learned something new. I will say, at least for me, 
community. I did not expect that. I thought that I oh, had... Oh, the community. Yeah. yeah. That's Great answer. Absolutely. Great I, answer. I would never say that I thought that I'd make these kind of friends that I have now. I would choose I, the community over... And I know it's crazy. I would choose a community over seeing everything that we've seen sometimes. Like, I think mm-hmm. I've made the most genuine and best friends in the eight mm-hmm. months of traveling versus the friends that I made in school and working and things yeah. like that. I think yeah. the community, like the individuals Definitely. that are part of this is so different. And if people were to voice how close or how amazing the community can be, I think it'd be more exciting and more welcoming to even do something like that, especially like even for you going in as solo, like how do you go in and you don't drive into this and say, I have all these friends I'm going to go meet on the road that live in a van. Yeah. That yeah. is so intimidating. Like, yeah. I went in at least with my wife. So whether I made <laughs> yeah. a friend or not, I still have my wife with me. Like, the yeah. community is great. No, and yeah. we've had, like, tons of great experiences, just you and I. But also, like, and we've seen great places. Like, God, we've never even been to Colorado or, like, these places that we've thought were, like, amazing. And we have proven them to be amazing. But I've met more amazing people that I was like I would have never met you if you've never lived in a van and I lived in a van and like why would we ever cross paths you're from Indiana and we're in California we've never met yeah we've never met but also it's just like so many great people that I found long life friends and they value the same things that we do and understand the same things that we do that I do not fully get from my friends at home yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And my friends at home know that. I have, like, only a few. But they, that we've all talked about that of, like... Or I've talked about that with them just in the fact that, like, my friend Tegan, who's one of my best friends, she's been on the podcast, she thinks it's funny... And, like, she doesn't judge me for it, but I would never call her and be like, oh, my God, I just sh- took a shit with the most beautiful view ever. This is the second <laughs> time I've talked about shitting in this episode. But, like, they don't... You understand don't, it. When you meet someone mm-hmm. in a van, and you also live in a van, when you approach their van, you're asking different questions. Oh, how much solar do you have? What do you do here? And then you you also ask them questions like, do you guys have a toilet? Where do you poop? Like, yeah. And yeah. those are... That seems like a such an obvious example. I feel like that's an overplayed example. But there, that is the preface to two hours later, maybe you're drinking wine maybe not but like you're asking you know deep questions about random things about each other's lives and like something that might take you even a month in a normal friendship takes you like 12 hours hours max yeah like even us because we both live in vans we're staying in this cabin you guys in a normal quote-unquote normal world would have come over for dinner we would meet you (laughs) say hello you guys would go back home maybe in a week from now you'd come back over we've been living in this same house for like for like a week like And it feels so, like, normal. Yeah, it feels natural. It feels so natural. Like, we wake up, we say good morning, and then we also do our own separate things, but we also are like, hey, let's hang out. Yeah. But it's also, like... it feels very comfortable with you guys. Yeah, like it escalates quickly very because cool, yeah. we're like we we're, are lesbians. Very, <laughs> we are like, very. What? Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. No, I mean you know the stereotypical, and I can say this because I'm oh the U-Haul gay, lesbians. We're very U-Haul friendships. Yeah, for sure. If Absolutely. you don't know the analogy, it is a stereotype in the lesbian world. I, I feel uncomfortable that I'm the one explaining this. Go ahead. But I do. I'm, you I'm, understand it. I'm well acquainted with the analogy. All of my lesbian <laughs> friends do say the same thing. Like, there's a stereotypical uh, U-Haul friendship where, one, you would ask someone to be a girlfriend with a dog. Like, like <laughs> Destiny's doesn't want my ass. <laughs> I told you she was scary. <laughs> The stereotype is that things move quickly, and so with, Mm -hmm. like, U-Haul friendships being synonymous just in that a friendship would move very quickly. You meet someone, and 
I mean, sometimes things don't vibe like that at all, even mm-hmm. in vans. But yeah. when it does, it really does. And you feel like 24 hours later, you're like, this is one of my close friends. Like, when we yeah. leave here in a few days, I would be like, no, Destiny and Elizabeth are, like, my good friends. Yeah, I <laughs> would say reality, the same thing about I you. I mean, we like, moved in for over a week. That's, but that's what I'm saying. In reality, yeah. we've only known each other two, two. separate times. Yeah. One of which was a longer time. But, like... I feel like in the Burning Man analogy where they're like, this is the Burning Man world and then there's the outer world. Like, it's almost like I in mean, van life. I mean, we have the Descend world. Very true. Yes. But I, I like, in the van life world, there is this space where it's like, we can hang out technically twice, but yeah. one of which is a week long in the same house. And we're like very good friends versus outside world. You hang out twice with someone and nobody would ever classify them as like no, my really they're like, I just met them. But yeah. I think what people do not understand is that when we are hanging out, we are hanging out usually all day every day Mm -hmm. for a chunk of time so yes we met probably in march and then we yeah probably just but then we didn't see each other or even even talk yeah Yeah. we did not talk at all until we saw you again in august was yeah it's it's september currently as we record so we saw each other in august and then we hung out with each other for about four days straight not at all no three two i would say we hung out for like two of those three days yeah, but that two days is like all day, every day. You only, you don't even pee to, alone. Yeah, we literally, we were hanging out. <laughs> you don't with, even get to pee alone. No, we, we, we pee we, together. We could pee alone. <laughs> but we were hanging out for like two hours and all of us were like, we really have to pee. And we were also a couple shots of tequila deep. And we yeah. went into the middle of the field where hundreds of people could see us. And we literally. <laughs> Taking the dogs pee, we went pee. Yes. We literally just like hiked up like skirts, dresses, and, and pants. And we were just like. Is this a good spot? Do you think they could see us? Absolutely. <laughs> From there on out, we just peed together all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And but that's that's a, such a good example of community yeah. and friendship in van life. Because, yeah. like, w- at what point would we be comfortable peeing with each other with, uh, like, random strangers? Like, two years. Right. Like, it would not be that quickly. No. But that's such a great but answer. I love it. Yeah. The community is, most people say, the pooping or the laundry or, like, some mm-hmm. random logistical Mm-mm. thing that they just were not expecting. But, like, community is a great point because I don't actually talk about that enough, even though my podcast is pretty community-centered. Like, yeah. it's always... I'm always talking to people in the community. <laughs> I don't ever hone in on that answer of like community being such a pinnacle reason why exiting van life is like extremely difficult because you're just like I hope I don't stop running into people in a Walmart parking lot and becoming their best friend yeah like yeah and also I feel like sometimes like you feel like your friend is your best friend because you've had like I don't know similarities with them are more deep though yeah I feel like we you you truly get to know somebody in 24 hours absolutely it gets deep fast and I love that because it just it makes me feel so real and so raw and so connected and I love human connection right well I think it feels sometimes like you're in van life it never feels like you're meeting a total stranger it feels like you you always have something to talk about you always have at least something similar like Mm -hmm. I've obviously met people over the years that are in vans and I don't like totally jive with them but there's always something to walk up to them and be like oh I have already five questions for you and when you meet a stranger at like a party in the real world of like a corporate party or something you're like oh like do you go here like (laughs) you like don't you know what I'm saying like it's a it's a stranger dress yeah like it's a stranger stranger and in van life you don't really get to ever meet a stranger you're always meeting somebody that you have something to talk about and that does escalate things quickly because then you're talking about your dog and then you're talking about the traumatic event that happened with your dog and then you're like oh trauma let me just fucking talk about this and then you're like also pouring black box wine and it just like (laughs) 
Not that I'm speaking. How do you do your dishes? Not, 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 speaking about um, this is not a personal example at all. <laughs> no, but like you know what I'm saying. It yeah. things happen like that in the van life space, and I'm very grateful for that because I've always been an oversharer by nature. Like hence the fucking podcast, and so. It makes me way more comfortable to be around other people who I feel like we're both kind of co-oversharing. And you're not just like, I'm not like sharing something about my life with someone and they're just like, oh, this bitch is weird. <laughs> like the slow backup. Like I should go somewhere else. Like I'm going home and not coming over for dinner. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I enjoy that I feel like everyone's here to overshare to some degree. And yeah. I definitely share everything. Yeah. And I feel comfortable enough yeah. to share everything with you. <laughs> She's like, also, I love you. I, know, I was like, this is getting real intimate. I like the Honestly, third wheel. We love that. Sorry, Disney. Disney, we love you too, but also... We Not us it, holding hands. We're escalating quickly. Yeah. You all. To be clear, I asked Henry to be on this podcast. <laughs> And he said no. And he was not here, so now we are holding hands. And yeah. He me. said he was going to watch the dogs. He would rather watch the dogs than be on the podcast. But as I was talking about Henry, he actually just came up the stairs. So he has joined us in the corner of the room as he finishes work for the day. But we were wrapping up conversation about community. That being the most surprising thing about van life for you guys, I guess. Or just something that you were not particularly expecting, which is a great answer. Yeah, I did not expect to make friends the way that we have. Yeah. And I... I Love that. I do too. I thought that I was content in my friends, honestly. I thought that I was content and I sometimes think I have really good friends. I don't need to make more. Right. I was like, holy shit. I cannot believe these people out here and they're my friends and I couldn't live life without them. Like, I don't want. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm laughing because Henry was watching all the dogs downstairs. All all of them. So now we are all upstairs with five dogs and so they're they're all very excited to see us and so they're all just. So do you have any bansy? Yeah, they're all just being very funny three women okay we will wrap this up but one of my last questions was like where do you see the end of van life being for you is there a goal set in mind that you have and then you're going to do something else we've all chatted about like maybe house life or what that looks like so what is your guys plans in regards to that as of now so our plans to hit all 50 states we would like to see all 50 our initial goal was to see which state we like to buy property but now do you have one in mind right now Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. We're pretty obsessed with Colorado. Do you have, like, maybe an idea in mind where in Colorado? Mm. No. No. Honestly, I mean, I I, I would say that we, like, our top three, like, okay, Telluride, if we're being completely honest, is a dream, but also, who can afford that? Other than Oprah. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and then, like, second is Boulder. We found really good deals in Boulder. And Boulder is, like, mountain, also city life, which is what we both like. And I love that. And it's not far from a lot of things that we can do. Mm -hmm. So I would say Boulder, Colorado. And I don't know about Denver. Do you have a timeline? I do not want to live in Denver. No, not Denver. Yeah. (laughs) Um, A timeline for a house or a timeline for for a van? Yeah, no, for your house. Let's say a timeline for your house. No. But you guys want children. Oh, yeah. Would you have kids in the van? Yes. Ah! You would have a kid only living in the van? No judgment. Destiny shaking your head no. Wait, what do you mean only living in the van? Like, without having a house, you would be pregnant and get, like, not, you wouldn't give birth maybe in your van, or you would, do you? But you would, like, have a newborn in the van, just you, the two dogs, Destiny, in the van. Would you do that? Liz would. Yeah. She's crazy. I okay, hold on. No, hold on. I, w- I will say that, obviously, we're a lesbian couple, if you didn't catch that. <laughs> but... Um, Nobody knew. No one, <laughs> no one had no idea. But we, uh, okay, IVF, if you know anything about that, it's 
in vitro and that's stressful and I feel like being in a home life and being in another like it's very stressful period yeah. IVF is stressful period and I feel like yeah being on the road and us being a little bit more carefree and loving our life that we live will be less stressful on just primarily trying to get pregnant right so did we discuss having a baby on the road yes we did that's okay, Destiny. We have. We but I don't want to. Okay. I want a house so bad. Okay, we Liz do. can we, live we, on the road forever and stop. live on the road full time. Mm-hmm. I want a home base. We yeah. do want and a home I want base. acres of land. We do want a home base, but we did discuss having a baby on the road. And then fully getting a house. Okay. <laughs> we did. Okay. So, so, But no timeline necessarily. No timeline for a baby. Right timeline to travel? Any of it, yeah. Timeline. Timeline was initially a year, and now we're like, we're probably going to be in this minimum three years. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to see because, all 50 states. I mean, states. it's almost been a year and we've only hit 10 states, so we still have 40 to go. And we, right. we want to see all 50 states. We do want to take our band internationally, and we also want to travel in, internationally. We want to see 40 countries before 40. And also, a child will pop up in between. Stay tuned. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to add for the end? Or anything else that you want to talk about? Something that we did not touch on? I guess something that we should, you just said, we're a lesbian couple, if you did not know. I think it's always interesting to learn about how people might travel differently. So... You're both women of color and you're also both lesbians. Yeah. Is there, do you think that there's an element to like traveling differently because of those things? Absolutely. I think depending on the state that you're in, you need to be cautious to where you're traveling to just because we've experienced a couple states where locals have told us to be extra careful where I would have never thought that living from Southern California just because we're so diverse and you're used to seeing every race and ethnicity. So it's normal seeing everything and then like, one, it's already, we are color, and two, we are gay, so we're two things that are a hard pill to swallow for some individuals. So just being prepared for the towns or the states that you're driving into because, I mean, you never know who can approach you or mm-hmm. what people are capable of doing, so just prepare yourself before going. How do you your prepare yourself? Or what they Research. You look at things up? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we, we try to, like, really involve ourselves with locals in a certain spot, so if we're around locals we kind of get the lay of the land and not that they know everything but we listen to what has been told and if someone that is of color are also a part of the lgbtq community and they're not comfortable there i mean i will yeah i might get gas there but i'm not staying there because anything can happen if they're uncomfortable with i mean we have a lot of strikes on us like we have color to our skin and we're also a lesbian couple and i don't ever want to be uncomfortable wherever we're at so. Right. But you haven't experienced anything necessarily that was, like, targeting either of those things so far. Not at all. That's awesome. You, We have? Okay. Liz made a face. I'm not saying not at all, but, like, you were very uncomfortable in Montana. You did not want to be there for very long. Yes, but nobody has physically come up to us and said anything. No. Like, there's been certain right. places where we've gone to a market like very or to a gas station mm-hmm. and people are giving us dirty looks or checking us up and down or looking at us like we're Aliens. not from this planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But we've never had a incident where people physically come up to us and are mm-hmm. aggressive where I know people have been verbally attacked, yeah. where they right. have been told you need to get out of here now or mm-hmm. else X, Y, and Z, I will hurt you or this, this, and that. Like, we've never experienced anything like that. We've definitely gotten looks in a lot of places where I, I'm like, okay, we need we need milk from the market. We need gas. It's time to go. Those yeah. type of things. But we've never been physically or verbally attacked by anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do think that that is very... It's not something that we're fully uncomfortable. And I'm not saying don't go there. Explore and get your own experience. But also, if my wife feels uncomfortable that a man is 
extremely staring. There's there's different stares. There's the like, hey, I don't have never seen you around. You're in a small town, but there's also like, you don't belong here kind of stare. Right. And we are do you, around. Uh, do you feel like it, there's a majority? Which I don't know if that like. I think this is an appropriate question. Do you think yeah. that there's a, more, a majority of looks or glares that you get because you are women of color or because you are gay? I think women of color. You think that's like... What Absolutely. You, is that more... Do you feel more aware of that about yourself than you do being a lesbian? Yeah, because we're not walking down Walmart holding hands. We're okay. not kissing in the aisles. Right, like, right, right. You will have to get to know us before we're gay because we already know to we don't show protect right. our relationship and who we are and sadly in that sense of like being gay hiding that until we're comfortable yeah there's even been a few towns like there there's been towns where we've made genuine friends that are locals and like one of our friends was like i just want to let you know like if you guys are planning on like buying property here like you guys won't be safe like Mm -hmm. you stick out like a sore thumb where somebody had even commented to her at a bar like you're definitely not from here Mm -hmm. and then our friend told us like if you guys do live here like it's not going to be welcoming it's welcoming if you visit do you mind telling us where that's at moab and Moab, Utah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we love it. These I are love th- those are helpful things. I think sometimes people are like you guys might feel like you're calling a place out, but I think that that's like helpful for. I'm not, and I won't. Say, I love Moab. And I won't say that tea, it's yeah. not bad. It's not bad to visit. But someone said you're not from here. Where are you from? I said, how do you not know? And they said they, they blatantly said the color of your skin. Right. And yeah, I'm considered. You're like, uh, yeah, bitch. I'm not fucking from here. Yeah, I'm not. And I am so. Proud. I'm looking at properties though. What are you gonna do? <laughs> We actually said we're looking at Airbnb and they're like, don't do that. And I was like, well, our friend so told us, but our yeah. friend told us, but being we're concerned. Like, I mm-hmm. love you girls. Like, we've had fun, but just be cautious. Like, you will not be welcome here as a local. Like, mm-hmm. you will definitely wow. be like okay. one of the very few people here that brown. Will, will stick out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're brown. And I totally get that because we went to bar and it was very cool. It was like a pool table, good music, fun. We met people and we hung out with our friends that also live like nomadically in a bus and a van. And that's very fun for us to go and be in that spot. And Moab is beautiful and amazing, but have a little tint to your skin. And I will say I am black and Mexican and I have a tint. She's just Mexican and we have tints to our skin. <laughs> Doesn't he <laughs> give a face like I'm just. No, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm, like, like, you're not biracial. You're not biracial, but we have, like. I'm on clearance. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, when people say, like, women of color, I'm just letting, I'm just saying. Like, God. I'm, I'm just I'm sorry. Subjectively, that was funny. <laughs> That's okay. That's funny. I don't mind, but I'm just saying. You're Mexican. I am black and Mexican, so you're a little bit lighter than me, baby. I think. Yes. Um, <laughs> not to compare. <laughs> Y'all are both like, women of color, and we love. Thank and you. We okay. support, but so it we is, are women but, of color. But, but, but to the naked, to the not the naked eye. <laughs> but I guess to the racist one, like people would have their own fucking thoughts about that. And Absolutely, so it does make sense. It does, and it, and and we, I will say, we've only been to ten states, and that is not that much, but it is also a lot more than people leave their own states. So we have seen a lot, and I, there's things that I'm like, holy shit. California is diverse. Right. Oh, for sure. I diverse. I will also say Southern California is more diverse. When once you start getting up to the Northern California random mountain towns, it also feels a little sus. That's good to know. As the kids (laughs) would say, we will say that Southern California is very diverse. Diverse in a sense of race, but also a sense of LGBT. Yeah, for sure. Because you are very welcomed, and and that's what we grew up in. So what do we know 
more than yeah. that. We do not know anything else than that. And when we are going to a grocery store in freaking Idaho or Montana or Wyoming and all we see is things that are not us. Yeah. We do not see people that are not our color. Mm-hmm. And we see eyes that are just looking at it. And like I said, we're not being looked at because we're gay. We're not holding yeah, just it's a little out. too interested. Yeah, and I, I, can, and I, I, get I do. I I understand to obviously a smaller degree, but there are even in this town. With the first time I went to the grocery store in this little baby Arnold town, yeah. I was it was extremely hot that day. Like there was the heat wave here, so I was wearing like a tank top and shorts. And I was walking through the grocery store, and there were so many men like staring at me, and I could not get out of the grocery store fast enough yeah. because I was just like, I understand that. Like, I don't, I did not fear for my safety in any way, but I felt like there was too many curious eyes where I was from. I was like, I do not feel like I am one of the same here. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. everyone is like, oh, who's this? What's going on here? Where are you from? And it was like a gross. There's a new one in town. It was gross feeling. It was a gross feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's the exact same, but I do understand what the feeling is of just being like, I don't like the eyeballs that are fucking on me Yeah, and that's a good example because like I said, it's not that they're like, oh, these gay bitches. It's not that. It's not that. It's not they were walking hands and like making out during every aisle on the ketchup aisle. It's not that. (laughs) She's like, ketchup just really turns me on. (laughs) It's not. It's it's literally not that. It's literally like, I I don't know what they're like. I've never seen either one. We're in a small, small, small town. And they're like, I've never seen you. Or also, I've never seen someone your color. Because we've been to like bigger Walmarts in bigger towns and it's kind of like hmm I've never seen the skin tone before and that's okay I'm okay to open eyes yeah but that's eyes. kind of bullshit because okay I'm sorry I don't mean to invalidate your example but that's like okay. they've seen the skin tone but what are you living in a fucking you don't have TV you, you never you never <laughs> they're looked, like not in real life yeah but like you never looked outside your home like it's just <laughs> I totally understand what you're saying I'm just saying it's a sad fucking excuse I hope nobody ever says that I've never seen that skin tone before like yeah. bitch I haven't said that but I feel the eyes of that yeah yeah, for okay, hundred percent, and not being dramatic at all. We feel that I feel uncomfortable in some stores sometimes. Yeah, I do say that. Yeah, so to prepare for things like that, you do research on certain towns. I know mm-hmm. Shay and Jean have like a website. I am not going to remember the name of it, but they do say it in their podcast episode. It's like literally called like Queer Cities or GayCities dot com or something like that. I've heard of something like that, but I don't know that. Just being gay is enough for me, at least. What, wait, what do you mean by that? I'm a woman of color. Right, right, right. And I don't think that it's just me being gay because I can sadly have to hide that. Like, someday I want to Like, you're able to hide that. Mm-hmm. You're not obviously able to hide your skin I'm not, color. I can't hide my skin color. I right. can't. We cannot hide that if we're in the sun for a little bit. We tan very well. And right. we don't look like we're tanned and white. We look like we're tanned and very brown. Right. And even if I'm not tanned in the winter, I'd look a little darker. Yeah. And that's okay. That's who I am. I'm black and Mexican. And she is Mexican. And we are... That's that's who we are. But, I mean, hiding... I, I hate even saying this. Like, I, hiding the gayness we, we have done before. I don't have to walk down a grocery store holding her hand or kissing her to feel validated. But that's who we are. But if we do hide that, that's... Right. That's what we do. Yeah. It's technically possible. Yeah. Right. What's your, what are your thoughts, Destiny? You're quiet. Mm. Bestie. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts? Yeah. You can contradict everything we just said. You, yeah, you're, you don't your have to person. agree with me. I'm just like, you're not... It's, I just don't take things as personal. Like, I keep an eye out for our, like, where we go. And I don't mean that in any hard way, but 
I'm used to not showing PDA, so it doesn't bother me to go into a town. But for our safety, I will do research to see if we are welcome. Like, you can go to Long Beach in California, and you can be as gay as you want. And there's, like, no limitations. You definitely feel welcome. But the gay community there is very opening and welcoming. And that's just the town that we know is welcoming. So if we go into a new state, I will prepare myself for where it is welcoming. But if it's not, I'm not gonna take it so offensive Mm -hmm. because I mean we've come so far and yes there's still so much that needs to be done will it be done where it's going to be 100% accepting probably not but you just have to prepare yourself you need to prepare yourself for what you're driving into right yeah I think she takes it a bit more personal right and she's she's speaking a little bit more in terms of racial racial. um so yeah And I will say that because I did not only experience, I'm not saying just Montana, not just Idaho, not just here, but I've also experienced that in my hometown also because there's times where I'm walking in my local mall and it's not like I've felt people stare at us, me and and us, I mean me and my sisters, because we very much look different. We are part of the black and Mexican community, and we do not look like either, and they're either confused or do not accept. And I can't say, I can't speak for them, but we do not feel accepted or look the same. And that's what I feel is a little bit everywhere. Right. So, yeah, you you may not experience that because you don't feel that. You don't have, like, certain features of you that other people are not accepting. For sure. I also think you and I are very similar, whereas Destiny and Henry are similar. Yeah. Just in the fact that, like, I'm hyper aware of, like, other people's opinions at times. And, mm-hmm. like, we're, like the, we're talking about safety and things, things that you should always be aware of. Yeah. But, I mean, even, like, removing those factors, I think you and I are more, like, we're sensitive people. I'm, yeah. If somebody is looking at me, I know it. Like, I know it immediately. And I am also wondering why they're looking at me, what's going through their mind, and, like, there's been times where, you know, we get out of our vans or I, I'm trying, like, something where it would maybe cause somebody to look over at us and I notice it. Yeah. And, like, Henry has no idea what's going on. Like, there could be a man just staring at my ass or something and Henry <laughs> would have, would never know that that was happening and I would yeah. be like, ooh, that man was being so creepy. And Henry would be like, what man? Where? What's going on? <laughs> where are we? Mm-hmm. So I understand where, even in this particular topic, you have far more rights to feel the weight of, like, I guess those kinds of looks and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I don't have to worry about my safety in that regard. Yeah. I do as like a woman, especially traveling solo where I was like, uh, when you're getting too many looks, you're like, is somebody going to come get me in my fucking van? But I do feel a little bit more aware of things being like, what's going on? Why are they thinking this? What's, what are they thinking? And I feel like destiny would be like, who gives a shit? <laughs> They're fucking looking. I don't care. Yeah. She's like, I do f- care. Where, where the fuck are they looking? Yeah, we have a van and we that's, can drive it. That, that's, you guys are me. making me seem so horrible. No, no, no. I'm no. scary. It's, no. I don't care. No. I'm no, no, Destiny no. is like no. a bad bitch. <laughs> Liz and I are like... Sensitive. Worse than the girls. I'm hyper aware, but if somebody's staring at me and I'm uncomfortable, I'm like, cool, I'm not welcome Let's leave. Here. That's all let's you say. Go. Okay. Let's go. Like, I'm not going to milk that. Like, Absolutely. I, I, if, if, I don't if, milk if, it. If you I'm, milk it. Obviously, you guys know I try my best to not take things personal, yeah. but if I feel uncomfortable in a situation, I'm just driving away, and that's the benefit of living in a van. Yeah. You, you're not forced to stay there. Let's say we lived in this cabin. Shoot, I just bought this cabin, you know? Yeah. 
what am I going to do? Sell it right now because I feel uncomfortable because my neighbor's staring at me creepy? Yes, I could do that, but it's not as easy as getting in my For driver's sure. seat and driving away with my home. Yeah. So I just take the, it differently. Yeah. And then when I drive away, maybe for about an hour, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so uncomfortable. And like, we talk about it during the drive. And then mm-hmm. after that, I'm like, okay, let's let it go. We're going to the next spot and we're going to have a great time. Like, I just yeah. don't milk that. And I do my best to not overthink it because I'm only going to let it bother myself. Totally. And I, that's where we have different perspectives like yeah, I yeah. Well, how do you think that i milk it then you don't okay can i just interject for briefly yeah. i feel like milking it is a poor way of explaining what you even mean destiny like milking <laughs> it feels is more so like you're like desperately clinging to something oh, no. where the real milking it in this example is more just it bothered you Taking a it little more bit personal yeah you took it personally it bothered you it's something that you feel the need and want to talk about complain yeah. about even like rant a little bit like you want to vent about that and you don't want to vent about it i feel like milking it is it's, it's a little bit yeah it's a cheap way of explaining i know exactly what you're trying to say but i feel like milking it it just doesn't sound the so way she I, takes it more personal like yeah i'll let it bother me for the moment and then yeah. we'll vent about it in the car and then i vent to her and i'm like okay i let it out i just threw it away mm-hmm. and we're driving on and we're gonna have a great time and then if we experience that again i try to keep that mindset for a lot of things because if i could really kept things personal it would really bother me for sure and i would sink it in like a weight in the ocean for sure. Yeah, you guys are different in that way. We are. And that's and, cool. Because I'm I sure also feel like Destiny I've, probably helps you in that way. She I'm does sure. help me, but I, I also feel like, have I experienced more racial things? I'm a different race than she is. So, For sure. So, I'm yeah. I'm just Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're Mexican, but you do have you have straight hair. I, I you know, have lighter, I'm with you her. have lighter skin. No. You have slightly darker skin. You have yeah. very curly hair. Yeah. That those are those are <laughs> noticeable traits and from I've somebody been, who would think that. And way. I've been like discriminated against even in my own school, my own like mall. And I don't I I, I don't ask for a pity party. I don't care. I absolutely love who I am and my parents and my race. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't take that back for anything. But. Being in other places other than California is it different? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And will I talk to you about it? Yeah, because you're my wife. Will I talk to you about it? Yeah, because you're my friend. Will I talk to my sister about it? Yeah, because that's my sister. But I'm not like milking it or trying to drag it on. I hate it. Right. I hate those experiences. Yeah, but they're also very valid experiences I that hate- other other black women, other yeah. people of color, other lesbians, like they should know these things. Like. Don't, like, I, I think that's worthy of talking about. Plenty of people want to hear that from your perspective. Yeah. That's a perspective that a lot of other people do not have. And, and you're tra- you're traveling the world in a van. That you have a perspective yeah. that's and worth sharing. And I'm not sharing. trying to make it bad. I'm not saying anything is bad about that. I've had amazing experience in both Montana and Idaho. But going to the grocery store? Don't just don't go to the grocery store. <laughs> just <laughs> do not get groceries. <laughs> <laughs> don't get groceries there. Just like just get your groceries before and drive through. No, it's 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 beautiful. It's amazing, and the, and I feel like and that's this thing. I don't want people to think that it's just like Idaho is like a racist place. It might be, but it's not. Right. Like, it's absolutely beautiful, and we are accepted in some parts of it. Yeah. I literally met someone in Montana who was like. I love you. I accept you. And you are welcomed in everywhere except for like, don't, don't go north. And I was like, okay, cool. Right. I, I won't go north. That's fine. And then, and I can't speak for those people, but also like as immediately as we went through there, I didn't want to get gas there mm. because I don't want to feel those things. And it's, it's very real. It's very real of my, I just even, I just hate it saying out loud, like the color of our skin. That's not even what we're talking about, but I it just, is what we're talking about. Don't feel like, 
you can feel uncomfortable. I'm just saying you don't have to feel that way. It's yeah. your experience is your experience, and that's what we're here to talk about. We talked about your experience having yeah, dogs but in I'm a van. I'm just not that person that's like, uh, I'm, you know, I don't know. For sure. I'm just saying that oh, I, I always try and think from the perspective of who I'm helping. And mm-hmm. sometimes even just, again, as a woman, like the like that's my perspective. So sometimes I share things and I'm like, I don't want to come across as some weak woman who can't do this. But it's yeah. like, yeah, but I'm speaking to women who feel that way, too. Like, that's a very valid experience. Your your experience being gay and being black and Mexican is also valid. Like, imagine a gay, black and Mexican woman listening to this podcast. You know what I'm saying? That and even if there's even if there's one, she wants to know what the fuck is to expect in van life. Liz is emotional, which also is always a good. Th- I think that's a great thing. I I don't mind my. Emotions. I was gonna say, and you shouldn't, but I've cried on this podcast <laughs> a lot of times. So I don't, don't mind never- them. I don't mind them. I just I don't want anyone to feel invalid, but I don't want to feel over. I'm not. I don't want to overdo it. I'm not saying like I experienced anything that was so crazy. It was more my wife who felt uncomfortable in Montana and in Idaho, but I felt that for her because we are women of color. Right. Also, just consider we talked like an hour and fifteen minutes about how amazing van life is. (laughs) Yeah. So don't think that we're because we talked for fifteen minutes about a realistic perspective on your on your life on the road is like that you're overdoing it. Like everybody just listened to you talk about how obsessed you are with van life. You're obsessed. I love van life. It should never stop you from getting to know it, but that's. That's literally, if you want to, like, be so proud of your country, know your country. Know all of it. And I would say, like, I love our country, but I'm from fucking California. Like, we are pretty diverse. We just talked about this today. I was like, I went to school with Asians, Mexican, Black, Indians. What else? Mexican. (laughs) (laughs) Mexican, Mexican, white people. Destiny's so quiet Everything. (laughs) Everything. I went to high school with absolutely everything. I've had friends of every single race. My parents have taught me there is no color. My parents have taught me we love everybody. And that's how I was raised. And that's how I have seen everything. Going out into different states in the world, it's very different. And it's blatantly, predominantly white. And I did not know that. We did not know that. We both came from a diverse Californian state. And I did not know that. We didn't know that. We didn't. Yeah, that's not the problem, though. It's just... It's not the problem. I Back mean, to it. Be prepared for where you go. Yeah, absolutely. Like, no matter where you go, yeah. whoever you see that... No matter whoever takes over who you see more of, like, that's not the problem. Just prepare yourself for safety. Like... Right. How like, do you think that you prepare yourself for safety? Are there, like, weapons? Are there, like, your dogs? Like, what exactly do you do I to think, prepare yourself for that? I wouldn't say weapons or what dogs. Like, um, I would just say, like, like you don't I have said, to. Like, I'm just asking. Oh, no, like I said, I just like look online, like, or like even when we go to a certain town, like mm-hmm. a lot of the times, surprisingly, there are very sweet locals that we meet and we're chilling on a hike. And a lot of the times, they've like put the cherry on top of the things that we've seen online. Like, if you look up a state, just look up like even like when we were looking at places like now, like on Google, it'll show you like even for LGBT friendly stuff. But now being in the community, like a lot of nomad people that we see, they will tell you like, hey, I've been here. These are the experiences I've had. And then we get there and a lot of locals will give us a heads up like it's actually valid. Just be careful. So just mm-hmm. be cautious of your surroundings. I mean, we're super friendly. I'm very open to speak with anybody that we see when we're going on a hike we're chilling by a lake or even if we're in town and we get to converse with people that are familiar with the area and a lot of the times people will tell us these are the safe spots 
don't go here. And it's been very, very helpful during the time. I can say I love every single state that we've been to, but there are definitely a few states out of those 10 that we've had to be just a little bit more cautious than others. And that's, I mean, I think that's very valid and something that people should be a little bit cautious of because like when I met Liz, she thought every single human being on this planet was a butterfly and would never hurt anybody. And (laughs) I'm like, and I'm like, you can't trust everybody. And I'm not, and and I always told her, I'm not saying that there's horrible people. Everybody's horrible in this world, but you cannot trust everybody. And now living on the road, she gets it. Like you can't trust everybody. But I did, but I did. I living in my city, living in my town. I do not think you're bad. You could steal something from me today. And I would still say, well, maybe she needed it in that and, I'm like, and, and I love that for you. And I, I, but I bought it. <laughs> I'm like, what? You needed it, and I bought it for you. Like, yeah. No, I just. Yeah, you like to see the good in everybody. That's a, not a bad quality to have. Is it bad? Well, now you have her, so she will check you when. Oh you yeah, she will. See, I'm like, no, absolutely. She will see every bad in every. Whoa. No, <laughs> no baby. Okay, so no, the no. podcast is just like roasting. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> not every bad. Like you will see the signs before I will, because I will think like it's fine that you said a bad I word just have to a me. Guard to certain people. Mm. Like, totally. and, and your guard, your like, guard protects literally me, and I'm the person that yeah. I think too good of everybody. I know that I do, and I don't know how to reverse it. I don't. I think first everyone is good, and you prove me wrong, then I will be a bitch, and then that's <laughs> where we get there. Right. And, and for me, first and foremost, I am going to treat you that you have good intentions, that you are not a bad person, and then that's where it's first. But I, I do feel I like do. you've been like personally wronged by a lot of people because I feel like I have a mix between the two of you, and it's mm-hmm. because I like to believe that everyone is good. That's my instinct. But yeah. I feel like at this point in my life, I fight that because I've been wronged so much. Like I'm always like, no. I, I, I know that bitch gonna do me wrong. I can't feel it. Mm-mm. You don't. Okay. I don't feel that. I don't feel that. Have people done me wrong? Absolutely. <laughs> Destiny is Have people like... done me wrong? Absolutely. But also, I'm like, well, maybe they didn't mean to. <laughs> she always gives a human the benefit of the doubt. I will I'm like, you. Liz, <laughs> I will for forgive real? you. Right. And I hate that I will forgive someone, but. Sometimes. I mean, that's like good for you. That, I think it's a light way to live. Yeah, I just, I'm like, well, maybe you didn't mean to do that. Yeah, it's a solid mix of the two. Yeah. I think that's a good thing because you probably remind Destiny that there's good in people mm-hmm. and Destiny reminds you that there is also not so good in people. <laughs> and also, before we close out, I want to make sure, I do not think that this episode came out at all across <laughs> as if you're a bad person. No, she's I think, not. She's an amazing person. Yeah, she's amazing. And yeah. she's also, bad she's like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, when I say rougher around the edges, I just mean you have like, there's like a, like you are a protector. You are a protector. That's how it comes across. That's a good way of saying it. You come across more of a protector and Liz comes across more like soft and like that's how I would just describe it. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) neither one says anything. (laughs) No, no, no. As as your friend, that's how it comes across. Like Liz is kind of like the softer. She's the coffee. She's the golden retriever energy (laughs) of the relationship. And you are Finn. You are the like. Fun police. No, you're no, very she fun. She has so much fun. She's yeah. not the fun police. She is very fun. I just know that you are the absolutely do not fuck with us police. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody That's was it. fucking with us as the four, like me, oh, you, absolutely. me, like I would expect Destiny, Destiny to be the one to be like, yeah. who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and yeah, that's that's all anybody means by that. This I do not think anyone would listen to this and not very much like you. I'm not taking it personal. I know that you're not, but I'm still going to... Four agreements, listen I'm to it. I'm still going <laughs> to... 
I'm just telling you for, I guess, myself and maybe for <laughs> you, you, but that's not how it comes across, I mm. hope. But yeah, okay, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you guys would like to add? That, yeah. was, that was a subject I think we did not tackle in the first part of this, so mm. I think it was worthy of discussing. Yeah. But is there anything that you feel like we didn't cover? No? No. Mm-mm. Okay. We all love wine, and I love you. We all love wine, and what? we all love you. <laughs> <laughs> A random ending, but I know. all facts. <laughs> Everything she said was true. <laughs> <laughs> we do love wine. But no, thank you for being on the podcast. I think this was very fun. Yes. We are like newer to a friendship, but again, it, like things I feel like happened quickly. U-Haw. And yeah, the, the U-Haul friendship that I fucking live for. <laughs> and yeah, I'm super grateful. Thanks for being on the podcast and of just course. chatting with me about yourselves. Of course. Thank <laughs> Of course. Okay, wait, before we end it though, where can people find you? Let's just say it one more time. Choose the path you take on Instagram. TikTok and our website. And YouTube, right? And YouTube. Oh, and YouTube. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Choose yes. the path you take. That's what yeah. they are pretty much across the board. Choose and- the path you take.com. You can find us all of our social medias on that website. Yeah. And they are Destiny and Elizabeth slash Liz. You introduced yourself as Elizabeth, so I always call you Elizabeth. Yeah, and no, then, that's fine. But, like, hours into us drinking one night, you were like, do you call me Liz or Elizabeth? <laughs> and I was like, Elizabeth? And you were like, okay, I just wanted to know. No, I, my birth name is obviously Elizabeth, and I love it. And I, it's an older name, and not many people are named Elizabeth anymore. E-Elizabeth, not Lizbeth and at all. So, okay, <laughs> I just want to clarify do that. Do not get that wrong. Do, do not <laughs> call me Elizabeth you. ever. But if you call me Liz, that's fine. Um, I do not mind my friends or family calling me Liz. Mm. But okay. Elizabeth is my name. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just destiny. <laughs> just destiny. I said that intentionally. <laughs> yes. Okay. Destiny and Elizabeth, choose the path you take. That's where you can find them. Obviously, when this podcast first comes out, I will tag them. Uh, but in the future, that's where you can find them. And thank you for listening. And thanks for being here always. Henry's in the corner. Henry, scream something for us. <laughs> Thought he would say bye. Or bye. <laughs> okay, we're all gonna go have fun and get in the jacuzzi. Bye, love you. Yes. Bye. Bye. Love, love you so much. <laughs>